Welcome to our Parenting with Purpose podcast hosted by Laura Seibert. We are a group of moms from the Antioch movement that are passionate about our calling from God to raise kids who love Jesus and equip them to fulfill all God has called them to be. We know that parenting is the hardest job on the planet, and our desire is to cast vision and equip our listeners on raising kids in today's culture through both our victories and failures. We desire that our time together will encourage, inspire, and bring you hope. Now here is this week's podcast. Well, hello, listeners. We hope you had a great week and um, just grateful to be back today to just continuing talking about parenting. I just have Christy this morning. Yes. Hey. We're missing Connie, but... Yeah. We'll have a good conversation, just the two of us. Absolutely. Connie's got mommy duty, so um, we totally get that. We yes. all have that. Lots of grace in this room yes. for all those different duties. Um, and so we are, so, you know, today we're going to talk about, um, I think last week we talked, if you were able to listen, it was on identity and some that came up were friendships. We yes. talked about, you know, we want our kids to be missional. Yes. Of course, yes. we're supposed to be lights. The Bible says that. Yes, that we're to be we're we're to be lights and 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 to be out there. And we believe that. Um, I know. I pray over our kids, Daniel, in Daniel six three, where it says he lived his life. I'm, I'm paraphrasing it, but he lived his life with such excellence yes. in a Babylonian world that yes. people were in. I'm assuming in my imaginative world, they're at all of him. Like, how are you so different? I mean, yes. and there's favor on your life, and you're so joyful, and yet this is so hard around us, you know. So in my imagination, yes. that's how Daniel was. But so we want our kids to be lights, but at the same time, we know that um, we have to guard things, too, in their growing up process till they learn, till they yes. own their values. Yes. You know? So I thought today we're going to do something different. I'm gonna, what I'm going to do as we talk about friendships is I'm going to read a scripture, and then we're going to talk about it. So yes. I thought we'd frame it around, what is the word? I don't have a whole bunch, so yes. don't worry about that. We're going to be super long. But I thought maybe let's talk about the word and, and frame our conversation around some, some scriptures on friendships. I okay? love that. Okay, so the first one, Christy, let's talk about, is in 1 Corinthians fifteen thirty three. Okay. All right? It says this, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character a good one. I know. <laughs> okay, so do not be misled. That means that I think when I start listening to that, I'm like, oh, so it something is warning me. Yes. That I might be either naive or maybe even, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not naive, but just intentionally dismissing. Yes. But don't be misled. Yeah. Bad company corrupt corrupts good characters. So what does that mean to you? Yeah, it means um, what I think about is the people that you're around really shape who you are and who you become. And um, you can't innocently think that it won't affect you. Like, right. I mean, even with our kids within the last week, there's their language has been a little um, not as... Um, as God honoring as we, I'm like, how do I say it? But you know, a little like, looser. Wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Than yeah. What we, a little more worldly than yes, what you're used yes. to or wanting to have in your home. Yes. Yeah. And you know, the reality is with friendships is especially if one, it, with whatever is going on with your older kid, it seeps down to all of your children. Absolutely, yeah. And so that is something to think about with friendships is not only who your child is friends with, but also who is the oldest 
what are there is their sibling dynamic Same. around because this bad company can corrupt yeah good character so anyway i we had a little like hey where are you hearing these words mm. like we don't use this in our home you're being affected you're being corrupted as the word says right. by you know people and their own sin nature totally. as well right. but just helping them have um eyes and awareness that like when you're hearing this language, it mm-hmm. affects you. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I was thinking about. Another real quick thing I thought about is there's like studies that have been, that have said like the top five people you spend time with, mm-hmm. that's who you, you know, that influences you, who, the most. Wow. you the most. And I think that, well, it's a biblical principle. It's right there. Totally. Like if you are, if one of those five is going to be bad company, that's going to affect you. Right. That's so yeah. being intentional of putting the opposite in. Yeah. I think that, um, I love that. I think that I totally agree. I look at this top five. So I think Hopefully, parents were in the top five, too. Yes, So yes. let's look at ourselves. Yes, Again, yes. I always think when it even comes to friendships or we're looking at character, look at yourself. Yes. You know, look what you're watching. Yes. What are you saying? Yes. I, I'm just thinking of all... When you're using words, I was thinking, oh, yeah, like, what am I putting into my home? What are, mm-hmm. What's coming in through the TV? What's coming in through my own language? How am I talking about other people? What's on the radio? You know, just everywhere. It's yes. like where you're putting yourself. You yes. know, gosh, you can... I can think about times that we've gone to sporting events oh, and sat by people just losing it, you yes. know, and instead of blowing it off or um, sometimes we've had to move ourselves. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going broad for a minute. But even if I can remember how many times in my brain I've leaned over and going, hey, that guy's not saying good things. We don't talk like that. Like just yeah. using those teachable moments. Like we're not yes. being, a, we're not going to be, maybe you're in a situation that, that I'm not going to be permissive even if I have to sit by this. Right. But but always flagging them on, hey, we don't do this. We yes. don't talk like this. That's so, that's, I'm feeling yucky around this person. You know, just even those types of situations. It's who we're around. I'm going broader, but who around is is a, is important and so us first yes and then I thought about yeah the friends of like um, I love how you brought in even it's so much easier for you think because that's hard when you have multiple kids yes because the older ones probably have the maybe know that yes. inside of them they've heard your voice enough go oh we don't talk like that we're not saying that we don't watch that we don't um we don't support that. Right. But then you've got little kid, one of the siblings who's five years younger and yeah. hasn't quite grabbed all that. And they're watching that. And so it's kind of a, that's a tricky situation. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, it, it can happen slowly if you don't realize it. So mm-hmm. you're, you're probably having to have more conversations with your younger one at earlier ages. There, there it is. Yeah. Because they are, I mean, the reality is they're, they're going to be exposed to more as much as you protect. I mean, we, you, of course you want to protect them as much as you can, but right. the reality is they're probably because of right. their birth order and everything. Right. So I like what you said about, and um, I like what you said about, so if you're your kid, all of a sudden, you, you know, we're always watching their behavior. We're listening. Yes. You had your listening years. You weren't tuning out. Yes. And you're realizing, wait, something's changed. Something's different. This isn't how what we how we do things. And so you went in there. Yes. Hey, where are you picking this up? What's going on? Just trying to um, seek to understand, not be understood all the time at the moment. Yes. And that's why we always say uh, the older your kids are particularly. I think when they're younger, you can be more cl- not not we're always clear but you can be a little more um 
uh, your boundaries can be higher. Yeah, you black can be and white, maybe. Yeah, more black and white, and you probably can be men, men, more directive. Yes. Like, we're not hanging around with them. Yes. But when yes. you get old, they get older, you can't go to school with them. And right. And they're, they're having to make their own choices, and it has to come from the heart all the more as they're older. And so the dialogues increase. But you're listening. You're yes. like, wait, something's changed. What's not going on? I need to go in there and say, hey, I've noticed these words coming out of your mouth or... Just yeah, your care. You're getting more distant, or yeah, even what they're asking for, and getting into their world and finding out what's going on, and having those eyes out there to friends. You know, tell me yes. who you're hanging out with. Yes, who are they? What do you know about them? You know, and finding those things out. I'm sure those questions come up. Right, and I think we've talked about this like multiple times, but having those kids mm-hmm. over to your house. So yes. then you're like. I mean, and you can't always have all of them or whatever, but then you're getting even more of an ear of like, oh yeah, have these cookies and let me listen to what I'm hearing. So you can then afterwards coach them through like, hey, I noticed this friendship. You know, I know he seems like a really good friend, but maybe his language isn't what we're going after in our family. Totally. I think when they're younger, if you're listening and your kids are younger, I would encourage strongly um, to limit those friendships. Yes. If you're noticing yes. people around you or, or there's even, we. I don't think when they're little, you know, we were in a conversation just the other day with a bunch of other pastors, pastors, couples, and we were talking about, you know, we had this big conversation about schools and, and um, wanting to be on mission, right? Yes. And we all came to the same conclusion. It's like, we don't want to experiment with our kids. Right. We're not going to do that. That's not yes. that's not wise to yes. say we have or be idealistic and yes. it's not working. Yeah. And so we talked about that's not worth. We have all these ideals. Right. But if it's but we have to stay very engaged because yes. if it's not working, if we're not getting the fruit we want, right. then we have to change something. Yes. And it's not worth some of our radical ideals, you know, to um yeah, to have our kids not being in environments where they're safe and yes. where they're getting where our world views are getting supported. Especially yes. I think we said it again, that that zero to ten is so crucial. Those years you are creating their worldview. And so I would say friendships in those days need to be you need to be mom and dad very much on it yes you need I would be picking the friends at that stage yeah you're you're picking who they're hanging out with the most yeah and you're making sure that they carry your values right and um, as those values are being installed into them right so and then when they get older yeah it changes yeah but that still doesn't mean you can say hey I don't want to be dis- you to be misled. This is going to rub off on you eventually. Right, right. You're going to turn out. If you hear, you're around this person, this is the fruit. That's yeah. Go- it, it'll corrupt, just yeah. as the scripture says. I think, too, and I feel like we've talked about this before, but when they're younger, too, like, I mean, it depends on your dynamic of your family, like how many kids you have. Mm-hmm. But if you are, if you have kids in a big family that are close together, like those are the main friendships. That's right. And yeah. so like I've had friends be like, hey, you know, kind of stress when their kids were in first, second, third grade, you know, about their kids' friendship. So like wanting their fr- kids to have all the, like this best friend and right, this. Right. And I'm like, I like, I didn't do a t- I mean, I kind of yeah. had us together a yeah. lot. And so, you know, especially if you're in an environment where there's not a lot of like-minded mm-hmm. people, like, 
build friendship between obviously your kids need friends and need but no I 100% agree but I just it was like not super like my kids didn't have like playdates all the time Mm -hmm. and all you know when they were young young and we were home all the time and they're you know two and three I had a lot more but when they're in school and they're gone a lot like absolutely I don't I think we put more pressure on like ourselves that our kids need to have a play date all the time and I don't really think that I at least for my kids I did not I support that completely I think the same thing you want them they they are and I would say even where the season I'm at is um when kids are older you you want if we cultivate those friendships in your family yes when they're young and, you know, it gets harder in high school when everybody has their different events and sports and different things. But um, when they're older, those friendships are sweet if mm-hmm. you because they depend on each other. And yeah. life is about holidays. We're yes. together. Yes. And as parents age, you're working together yes. as I'm in the season right now. And yes. so it's super important. I 100% agree. You can just, especially those out there that just say, where are those people that are like-minded? It's yeah. okay. We, yeah. we bless you to cultivate your kids to be best friends. Right, right. We just bless you. And yeah. just to say, do that. I mean, I love that. And that yeah. was sweet. We did the same thing. Okay, I'm going to throw another one out here. This is Proverbs 28, 4. Okay, we're going to just do a couple more today. And this is in the, the Passion Translation. It says this. Those who turn their backs on what they know is right will no longer be able to tell right from wrong. Mm. But those who love the truth strengthen their souls. So good. So when you hear that... What do you think? When you think of friends, in terms of friendships, what do you think? With friendships, I think that um, thinking, having your kids, I mean, first of all, I think, gosh, we we have to have the truth so we know right from wrong. Absolutely. Um, But then thinking about, okay, are our kids around friends that are wanting them to turn their back? Mm -hmm. What is the beginning of that? It says, those who turn their backs on what they know is right will no longer be able to tell right from wrong. Yes, and I think it's that frog in the water, slow, slippery um, path of where, well, I mixed metaphors there, but where it's like if you're around people that are, are help are trying to get you to veer from the path you're slowly going to change I mean it's very I feel like it's similar to that bad company so just being aware of who these who our friendships are and are they calling us towards righteousness and calling your kids and giving and maybe that's too the other thing is giving our kids a high vision for what friendship can be like iron sharpening iron friendships and wonderful you know a prayer that we stole from y'all years ago wonderful comrades who fear your name Mm -hmm. like praying that for your kids and asking that for your kids so that when they see the opposite they know like okay and helping obviously show them that this isn't what we're going after but this is what yeah. we're going after. I love that. Yeah, friendship should be. It says spur one another, each other on to do good deeds. Yes, yes. Iron sharpens iron. Yes. So one man sharpens another. And I think even that is maybe um, looking at also in, when it comes to friendships, training your kids on what a good friend is. Yes. And what does friendship do? What's yes. It, what should it be? What's it all about? Yes. You yes. know, of course it's to have fun. and to, But it's, it's to... Um, really sharpen each other yes. in our walk with God yeah. and sharpen to how we live. Yeah. And then, um, so I would say that's a great place too, to be as parents talking about our kids. What do good friends do? Yes. And good friends bend towards 
the way we do it, good friends bend and make choices towards godliness and yes. they make choices towards servanthood and they make choices yes. to be kind and they yes. make choices to honor other people and they make you know they're making we're, we're spurring each other on to be more light yes you know to be more like jesus and so i think that's important i think sometimes as parents we forget to train to, kids on what friendship is yeah I think and um even as an adult yeah. i have to remind myself what friendship is yeah. you know and it changes over time yeah and um and that and i can and i value myself what kind of friend am i right am yes. i being the kind of friend that i want to be yes you know and so i think if that's important is i encourage you out there cha- training your kids what friendship is and if the friends they're hanging around with are slowly, even slowly, I would say making, we, I, the number one thing that we, in our home, that we had flags about, which we came down the hardest on, was deception and lying. Yes, yes. And so I do want to speak there, is if, if you, no matter what stage your kids are in, or your own kid, if they're in a season of dis- being deceptive and lying, yeah, then that is the biggest flag mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. And because that just is goes dark, Fast. fast yeah and it's just the beginning of be, a deception it means you're deceived yes and you're deceiving others yeah and that's the beginning of a bad road yeah so I there are moments I would say in your kids lives that you do have to step in no matter what and yeah. it's worth it even if they're a teenager and you're yeah. ste- you've stepped in and go that's not going anywhere good right. I have to step in because I love you so much and a line I, I did use when I was making strong decisions that were harder they're hard for me I didn't want to make them either I mean we all have that no don't I think sometimes parents we don't make strong decisions because we're fearful that our kids will reject us and go crazy and rebellious and without relationship that can happen yeah but when your kid really knows I'm really just for you yeah and I'm willing to sacrifice for you like when we made strong calls I was willing to say I'm gonna be your friend in this space yeah because you need that right now yes and so but um there's moments that you have to step in and go, I can't, you can't have this friend. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. and I'm doing this because I love you so much and yeah. I know where this is going and I need you to trust me. Yeah. And my assignment from the Lord at this season still is to train you and protect you. Yeah. And so this is not good. And yeah. I, I just ask you to trust me in it now. And if you have, if you're in a, if you're listening to this, you're like, oh, I have some friends. I got to, my kids have friends. I have to step in. I would say then you need to be their friend. You need to haul the rest of your social schedule or whatever and and curb it to say, let's go to the movie together. Yeah. Let's stay home and play this game. I'll play, um, what's that game? Uh, Settlers of Catan with you, which is for hours. I'll play that with you. Or, you know, I think it's, um, if you have to make strong calls in some of your kids' friendships, then I'm going to just submit to you as listeners with, to become their friend. Yes. To carve your life out, slow down, yeah. and be there for them. And they'll trust you in that. When they see that you love and care for them, yes. then they'll, they'll, there will be a trust that will be built. And yeah. that it will soften the heart, and they'll That's see. So good. Yeah. I was thinking, what made me think of you being their friend, uh, this is kind of veering a different way, but I was also thinking of kids coming out of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. with, uh, with all of this, it's training. Yes. And... So many kids might have not learned how to have friendship and then going to, but it it made me think because they digitally might've connected as friends with people, but they haven't actually had that relational, like 
That's good. Face to face. And so they're also in this friendship. You have to realize like that they might need to be taught. Like, I mean, a two-year-old, if they were in a place like Michigan for a couple of years, they might not have had much experience with friendship. And, And so I just, it made me think like, let's be let's um you're gonna have to be their friend and model mm-hmm. too like what friendship looks like because I think stuff has been lost and so they've good. been more okay being actually alone than yeah. it's probably developmentally okay that's so yeah I think it's the coming out of that crazy season in our world yes it's gonna be interesting to see what's happened yes in social interactions you yeah know, and things and then I'll even step it even another farther too is um I so wish I remember the line, but if you, um, uh, if texting, yes, I'm not sure what kind of friendship that is either. You can say anything on texting. Yes, yes. And so I would, it, friendship, of course, we, um, I have friends that live around the world, and that's how we communicate. Right, right. Does that make right. sense? And we're yes. deep and we're close. But I would say these young ages, as we use these phones and stuff, yeah, um, I wouldn't take at face value anything that comes on a text because right. it just can, you can say things so differently by words than you can by face-to-face yes. interactions. So I don't know if you had experiences with yeah. that. But. No, I, I was talking to a friend about this last week and we were just saying that if a, if you have, t- tra- telling your kids, because that is how they communicate like a lot. Yes, absolutely. But saying as they get older and when they use it, but saying if you are talking to someone just on text and they won't talk to you in real life, uh-huh. that's not a friend. That's good. And yeah. so like just the reality is like that's yes. not, it's not real. Like sh- it's so much easier to text than to actually have a conversation. And the reality is, again, coming out of the pandemic, people were, that's how you communicated, especially if you're in more locked down places. So you might have to do more training of like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I, we, that's why we do like the question game with the kids of this is how you have a conversation Mm -hmm. because texting is how they all in like short, like it's not even words. It's like letters, like (laughs) T-T-Y, talk to you later or, uh, you know, yes. And it's like, wait, what's the like real word for that? But you just have to train them, but helping them realize like this is, you can connect that way, but that's actually not real unless you're willing to have that conversation with the person face to face. So true. Because think about that. That's so true because spending a whole hour engaging with somebody is very different than a three minute texting back and forth conversation. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I love it. That's yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, just the whole pandemic. Yeah, and the socialization awkwardness that yes. is real. It's yes. legit. And, and and give your kids grace like absolutely. that. If just recognizing that, I think instead of just being like, "Oh, well, this is just how my kid is," right. like, well, maybe they just like lost some developmental things that we need to like catch up with because yeah. of it. And it's legit. Yeah. So we want to normalize that. Yes. If you're yes. noticing, oh wow, I my kids were in these major developmental age um, my youngest we talked about that how she had a baby in 2020 oh my gosh. and so those babies and she's noticed a parallel with some others are much more clingy to their parents oh I'm because sure. they were with them all the time yes and yes. so then nobody else held them it yes. was just theirs no matter yeah. where you went where she lived in her city it was like people like walked on the other side of the street when you walked down the street for a while you know yes. and she was like I was the only interaction they had and yeah so um 
and she's like, it, it, it's it's the separation anxiety issue that was coming, which is normal, right. was so magnified. And she goes, it wasn't just me. It was a lot of people. Yeah. Having moms in that same season, just so hard. So yes. we're in a, it'll be interesting to see. But praise God with intentionality yes. and training oh, yes. and awareness yes. and communication, you can over, we can overcome. Right. And, and you can do it. So. Yes. Okay, well, we probably could keep talking yeah. about this for hours, but then we look down like, oh my gosh, we've already kept yes. y'all a long time. But um, yeah, just just want to encourage you again. Um, what I've loved about just our chat today is, again, friendships are so important. They're just to make us more like Jesus yes. and to make us, um, yeah, just to spur each other on to do the works of God, especially for sure in a relationship where you Jesus is the center of everything. I think we need to be intentional as parents in training our kids on how to be friends. Yes. Have our antennas up to what's going on without them, especially if you see behavioral changes. Yes. Antennas should go up. Like, what's going on? I need to step in here. Don't blow it off because yes. do not be deceived. Yes. You know, we which it wouldn't say it that way if it wasn't like a flag. Right, like, right. Hey, guys, yeah. pay attention. Yes, yes. Do something. Yes. This is not going to turn out good. So. Um, yeah, just wanted to bring you into that, and um, we know this is hard stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh, we know this is hard, and um, just grace, grace to you as parents, but want to bring the conversations up. I hope you know with all of our conversations, my hope is that you these create good um, conversations with your spouse, with your community, your yes. friends that are around you, and um, of course, always with your kiddos, so... All righty. Chris, you want to pray? Just yes, pray over friends yes. Lord, I thank you for every mom listening today, God. Lord, and I pray for their own friendships, God, that you would help them model healthy friendships and give them friends um, for those that are lonely and need a friend. And um, I pray that you would help us navigate friendships with our kids, God. I pray that we would have wisdom Um in discernment when a friendship isn't um, leading to life and that might be corrupting or um, our kids, that we would know that and we would know how to intervene. And we do just pray that our kids would be able to develop good, healthy, life-giving friendships with others, God. And so I thank you for um, friendships and the gift that they are, God. And we just pray a blessing over every mom today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we will talk to you next week. Christy, what do you do if you have a question? Email us, parentingwithpurposepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Have a good week. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us this week on Parenting with Purpose. To be notified of every new episode, hit the subscribe button wherever you choose to listen. If you found this episode helpful, please let us know by leaving a review and sharing with a friend. Thank you, and we'll see you on the next episode.